0: Welcome to Emma's podcast. So in today's podcast, I have somebody that, by the way, the music you heard and I talked about it is from uh, Jenner from uh, Studio Stargazer and we had, and I had him a few times on my show, Jenner, because I love Jenner officially just said to dad right here, because I have another guest here today and it is Jenner's dad which is awesome because I want it, his dad to be on my podcast as well because I had a lot of questions. So first, just to give you a little bit of a background, um, he is, uh, first of all, he's retired. He's a retiree, so every day is a Friday. <laughs> we cannot say that in the wrong way. So And he has the pleasure to tell everybody around this is Friday every day. got to love it but uh, he is a very gifted person. First of all, he's a master woodworker and even though he's not gonna admit it officially, I have heard from a little bird named Jenner that he is extremely gifted with woodwork, with doing not only uh, remodeling in a beautiful house, and I'm gonna have to ask for the pictures later on. Then also used to be, and is a Navy veteran, and he works for many years at billy up tavern and also worked at saturn car company so hi Greg. how are you doing today
1: i am great as i said every day when you're retired is great i uh i'm busy i still i still um much work a regular schedule every day it's just a it's just an abbreviated schedule and it's kind of the things that i want to do now instead of what somebody else wants me to do so it's uh it's good it's it's a great thing i've been retired for almost going on a year it'll be a year at the first of the year so what what is that 10 months i've been retired
0: Okay, so basically, are you turning people nuts because you're retired or not? That's the first question. Because young people are retired, generally their spouse, children, they go and they are nonstop. They are harassing people. They don't have anything else better to do than just get on everybody else's nerves. Do you do that?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I keep very busy. we as as time goes by. we um, my wife and I are kind of generating a schedule to where get up at a certain hour we have breakfast at a certain hour we get out and go walking at a certain hour and then we're coming back and uh then i've got my day's work and we sandwich lunch in there then usually by three four in the afternoon we start thinking about you know the evening and and catch up on the news of the day and then go into movie mode maybe later on or if we're going out or something like that then we'll do that but it's it's still kind of a schedule and i i think that's important because you know you have to have um you have to have something to do so and i think a lot of people fail at retirement because you know I, and i've known people you know they say yeah i they say they're retired and i say well how do you like that and they, they say you know i'm bored i'm bored out of my mind well you're bored out of your mind because you haven't figured out a way to um, motivate yourself to do, you know, things that you want to get done that, and if not for yourself, then maybe for somebody else. So you can always stay busy somehow, you know, it's, it's very, very easy to stay busy.
0: I like that. I liked you already had something going on as well. Plus it gives opportunity to do something that you really like so now i'm curious about the woodwork um because it looks like uh for the life you had working at southern the belly up navy where is the inspiration to work with wood where you yeah, it coming from
1: that that you know that actually came from um it goes it goes way 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 back to when i i was a kid um I grew up in the 60s, basically. I mean, I was born in 56. I, we were very much latchkey children. And I was born to um, a single mom, um, three kids. And uh, we always had chores to do. And um, as I got a little older, I, you know, my mom would complain about this being broken or that being broken. And I had a really great neighbor, uh, two doors down, who who knew a lot, and he acted kind of like a second dad to me, and he taught me a lot of things about uh, home repair, and from that, uh, I I went on to high school, and I, I you know uh, they still taught shop back in those days, and I took wood shop and uh, auto shop and enjoyed both of them quite a bit in high school and so i wound up um, you know i I, I wound up getting a degree out of san diego state university and then parlaying that into uh, becoming a naval officer which was a short career was only about four and a half years and then from there i went into the car business but i've always kept um, i've always kept the woodworking Kind of in the background but something that i do for fun and something that i enjoy and all uh you know it's become so expensive that at this point the woodworking you have to you have to recreate and repurpose things and and i've been i do a lot of that so i I've, I've repurposed um construction two by fours into a dining table an eight foot was- long dining table I was ready to
0: say, maybe you can go incognito and please don't do that when I'm saying it, people. Incognito into the wood and start to uh, cut the trees and incognito, you know, (laughs) in the middle of the night dragging that big tree back home and start to work with that. (laughs) So basically, (laughs) sorry, could not help myself when you say that, because that's true. The price of the wood went up last year and even, yeah, last year, this year, it's it's, kind of a little bit better but it's pretty horrifying for the, the price and the cost. So, throughout the years, even in the Navy, when you were working uh, in a car in the automotive industry, um, have you kept this going just for repair, or did you start to create pieces of art, or sculptures, or something of that, you know, something creative?
1: Uh, the woodwork, the woodworking is is um, it, it's a mixture of both. I've made uh, some some creative things, and you know, um, I've I've been in this house with my wife for uh, over 25 years now, and there's always something to do here. So it's a little above. Um, lately, um, it, my uh, my stepmother wanted a doorstop, and it was a it was made out of. Uh, it was a bird shape, and so I've been making uh, bird door stops for everybody for, you know, Christmas, end of the year. So, um, we're thinking up little things here and there that we can put together that are, you know, horribly expensive and creative, and, um, it's kind of a fun thing. Uh, and it keeps me entertained and, and busy, which is always important, so, um... Commercially, I'm not really interested in trying to sell what I make, but I do enjoy making things and um, passing them, them along to other people.
0: Okay. So the knowledge required for that, I must say, uh, must be very deep, which comes down to the woodwork. <coughs> Excuse me. I should have had my uh, glass of water and I did not. Great. Mm. <laughs> I did not want it and now I'm going to need it. It's awesome. Mm. So. Looking at the woodwork, have you ever thought, because you have learned this and you have been practicing and doing it and mastering it for so many years, have you ever thought to maybe um, doing, recording some videos so you can pass down your knowledge to people?
1: Hmm. <coughs> okay. I, you know, you that's know a- why I'm
0: saying that? I'm going to tell you why. Because look at Stradivarius. Who created those magnificent and there is maybe five left, five or seven, I don't remember the number of violins. Nobody, even the technology we've got today, nobody is capable to make those violins. So the person, Stradivarius, who was a master violinist to create those beautiful violins, passed away with his legacy. I'm gonna use please say fortuni. Fortuny was somebody who worked in, in fabrics and he had a very, very specific plisset that nobody can reproduce. Nobody can do it. Now, you have that knowledge. Would you think that, because we're going to bring Jenner into the conversation, even though he's not allowed to talk, but <laughs> I'm going to bring him into the conversation and directly, your son, who owns Studio Stargazers, do videos, do fantastic. He's phenomenal. He's one person that I adore and I love very much. He's such a great creative mind, could help you to create those, to pass it down because you get that knowledge. Mm. Have you ever thought about that since? Every day is a Friday. (laughs)
1: For the for the most part I've, I've discovered that my son marches to kind of a different drama he not that he's not interested in things that I do but his he his interests are things that are out of the realm of my capability like his music I and I love his music but I don't have the capability of making music I I am tongue deaf and, and and my brain cannot, could not possibly make both of my hands work independently to create music. I love it, um, but it's out of the realm of, of what I am comfortable with. And, so, and many, record, many things that Jenner likes are out of my realm of comfort. So, but
0: here's the deal. You can create a video without having your face on it, just your hands, and show how it works, and teach hmm. people, pass down the legacy, and for him, because he can record, he can do the video and uh, take care of that, because I'm thinking he is a producer. So why not utilizing his skill set and no Jenner? <laughs> now he's puffing his face in and out. He's like, oh boy, oh boy. But I'm thinking, you know, uh, having the knowledge you've got, it will be such a waste to do not pass it on for others. because. As I explained, he has those, what you don't have, which mean the video recording, the producing. So you don't have to do anything except explain and teach how to, Mm. or have you ever thought of doing some classes as a community college or something like that, just once a week teaching these arts? Because it's a dying arts, but we still need it.
1: Mm. Yeah, not at this point. Not I. I don't feel like I'm a, uh, a. No matter how much I learn, I I um, uh, feel like I I I'm not at the level where you know I'm a master of anything. I'm a I'm a kind of a jack of all trades but master of none. Um, so I know a little bit about a lot of things, um, but. The, the woodworking, that, and, and that is uh, something that, um, it's a hobby to keep me busy, but it's, it's not within my realm at this point to become a master of it. Now that, that may change. I may, I may figure out how to make a musical instrument. I may figure out how to make something new, and that may become a passion for me. And I don't know that, whether that will happen anytime soon. But at this point, um, and for the last few years, as as far as Jenner is concerned, w- what I've wanted to pass down to him has been, uh, you know, basically coping skills, dealing with life, uh, thoughts on religion, thoughts on, you know, um, how to get things done mm mm-hmm. yeah, well yeah it's
0: at some level parental
1: pr- 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 wisdom you know learn, you're learning the hard way and what you've learned the hard way and, and exactly passing that along to him
0: now i want to go back because i'm going to push back to you on this one uh you made a statement that's very interesting actually the gift you've got for the woodworking it doesn't need to be a brand new piece of something because you mentioned to me you kind of refurbish your reuse repurpose and when people, you know, do doing brand new thing with wood, fantastic. But when you can show people how to repurpose things, it gives ideas. So think about this one. I don't want an answer. Right. <laughs> but think about what you have done and how it can help. Because when you're looking at master and I really like the fact that you're extremely humble, because some people will say I'm a master and it's like, okay, good for you. But Johnny a master never said. They are masters on what they do. They are student. They will continue to be student. But what you do is repurposing the woods. So to me is a very essential key. When you create, you can take a piece and I've seen it with people who are close to me, who can take something that already exists and transform, elevate, modify it. So it doesn't have to be a blank canvas. Not everybody does that that blank canvas when you build from scratch or you create something from scratch. But think about this because I believe it would be interesting for people uh, to see these kind of arts, these kind of uh, what you do with the wood and see how it can be repurposed. It gives great ideas for people. You have no idea. It's like you're looking at something on YouTube and like, holy moly, I would never think about doing this with that or how to fix it or how to modify it. It's amazing. So think about this. Now talking back about we're gonna pick up Jenner. Where did he got that talent? Because to me I'm always amazed. It's like a ghostwriter uh, composing the music he composed because the again the intro that I have from my podcast I never asked Jenner to do that but he came out of his heart decided to uh, to create that intro for me, which is absolutely fantastic. He has he such a keen sense of words of, um, I don't know if he shared the journey to Saturn. Uh, but, um, the wordings, the music is amazing. He's absolutely genius in what he does. Even though he's more an autodidact than a trained, uh, musician, he has the ears. He has the instinct. And he's really capable to do things that are magical. So is your wife and you were a creative mind? Or how did he come? Or just look at your son and say, this is a pure accident.
1: He was was born with it. He was born with that talent. He took maybe, you know, one or two piano lessons as a kid. He did, uh, I think, one little piano recital. But all of his talent... is all self-generated he he was born with it he he was born a complete individual and there was very little shaping or changing required or allowed i mean he he as i said he marches to his own drum and you know he he was very woeful about being who he is and he's done just a a wonderful job of becoming a completely autonomous individual with just remarkable talent. And, um, you know, I, I no one in on my side of the family had had any musical talent whatsoever. Um, his mother's father sang in the choir. Um, but, but Jenner just, you know, he sat down at a piano and and just started playing. And he can play anything that you want him to play. And you're right. He hasn't taken a lot of lessons. He's not, you know, a critically acclaimed, you know, pianist. He hasn't he hasn't, you know, studied it his whole life, but he has the capability of just sitting down at an instrument and creating something beautiful. And He's, you know, I, you know, I tried to get him. Well, why don't you learn to read music? Why don't you learn to write music? And he's like, well, I don't really need to do that. I can do everything that I want with music on a computer. And I'm going, oh, well. So I have to watch how I influence him because I'm old school and I have, you know, old ideas of, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? While well, you go to school, you study. You go to Juilliard. You go this, that, and the other place, but in his mind, he, he can create and do anything he wants, and he's, you know, um, I think like me, he's probably a type A personality where he wants to keep busy with a lot of different projects, um, but he, he's gone about a different route than I would have gone, so, um, And I've I've discovered that about life, is that people often choose very, very different routes from how do they get from point A to point B, and we're inherently taught, you know, as kids and all through our lives that we should do it this way, this way, this way, this way, and this way, and this way. And then once you grow up and, and you realize there are people, you know, that are very, very successful that aren't doing it that way. So... You know, I, I think parental knowledge is a good thing in some cases, but I think it also can be very limiting because parents don't know everything. They're not. They're not. They're not the center of the universe. And for Jenner, he learned. He learned how to become very successful at what he wants to be, and he did it all himself. I, and I. I would. I. I think he's probably an older soul and that he was born with Mm -hmm. it and he's an artist and Mm -hmm. he's an artist again, and he will be an artist in the future. And worker bees like me don't necessarily understand artists, but we can appreciate their art.
0: Oh, I totally agree with you. So when did you first discover all of his gifts and how did you cope with that? Seriously, with your wife and say, oh boy, that is something we did not. Planning on that. So, what um, did you discover? He was that gifted?
1: Um, you know that's a good question because he, he did take the piano lessons and uh, a few, and then I probably started buying him keyboards. You know, like little Casio keyboards, and and he started. It was kind of a slow slow rule kind of development to where he shared it with us um you know he he had some turbulent teens and um unfortunately his mother and i you know divorced and so i wasn't privy to the day by day of his life But the music, the musical talent, um, just developed over time, and uh, it was very, very natural for him. Very natural. Um, his his mother was um, Scottish, uh, English, and Scottish descent, so she got uh, the children into um, Highland, the girls into Highland dancing, and um, he learned to play bagpipes and.
0: No way. Picked it,
1: picked it up right away. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> he's just—he's just—he's just—he just amazes me, you know, that he can do these kind of things and and really without really without a lot of input from other people, he he just has this innate ability to create art mm-hmm. um, without much direction. So.
0: Oh yes, and so are the words too, because he's very impactful at the level of his words. It's very touching. It's like I said, Journey to Saturn has been a fantastic experience for me. Reading his work, uh, really you could feel and sense the intensity and the energy he puts into the words. The music is even more amazing. So for me, uh, listening to him, it's like, as I say, it's similar to a ghostwriter. Uh, It's the magic. It's like, oh boy, who would ever think about that? And I'm a creative person, but I am not a genius like he is. I must recognize my limitation. I can draw. I can do good things by drawings. But for for the beauty of the music and how he composed, to me, it's like, oh my goodness. It's a different level. So that's why I wanted to know... How do you cope or seeing him evolving as a kid before he became a teenager and maybe ask yourself, okay, what is he going to do now? He's not going to be a firefighter. He's not going to be a banker. How do you deal with the the creativity and, you know, the sense, because I'm assuming you had a sense that, like you said earlier, he's going to decide what he wants to decide to do.
1: Right. And, and that's, and that's that's a hard lesson learned um you know my my brother is a classic example of that um my brother uh, did poorly in school uh he actually went to junior college for about 20 years (laughs) he managed he managed to go to junior college for about 20 years but He was into uh, pottery. He was into art. Um, He, he never, my brother never really had a full-time job in his life. He, he, you know, he, he found a way to get by. Uh, Sometimes he, he depended on other people. Sometimes, uh, sometime he lived on the street, but most of the time he found a way to, to make it and. To be the person that he wanted to be without, you know, uh, if you're going back to the 60s and everybody's talking about working for the man and the hippies and, and all that generation, he, he took that, to, he really took that to the extreme to where he, you know, decided that he was who he was going to be and he created his own art. And I, I suppose if Jenner really takes after anybody, he takes after his uncle because uh, he does march to that unique drum. And, um, and my brother, you know, my, my mother used to, uh, be so upset because as she was, you know, getting ready to pass away, she lamented, you know, who's going to take care of him? Who, how, how will he live? How will he survive? What, what's going to happen to him? She worried so much about who he would become and then she passed away and, Nothing for him really changed. He, he found a different way of moving. He found a different way of living. He he never really changed who he was, though. He was not gonna be somebody that was gonna work nine to five. He was not gonna be somebody who was gonna conform. He was not gonna be somebody that anybody expected him to be. He was gonna he was gonna create. He was gonna sit on his couch and smoke a lot of dope. And, and me being judgmental you know person that I was I didn't I had a really hard time accepting him for who he was but in the long run who's to say that you know I'm right and he's wrong you can't do it you can't people live their lives the way they want to live their lives and um, through art through talent through common sense through whatever means they choose they make their way in life, whether they have their parental parent's blessing or not, whether they have society's blessing. People tend to live the way they want to live, and that's the way my brother lived, and that's the way Jenner lives. He lives the way he, he wants to live, and he creates beautiful art, and he's got great talent, and he will leave probably much more behind for this world to enjoy than I've left. So. Who am I to say he's not right and I'm wrong? Maybe I'm just wrong being a parent growing up in the 60s and thinking that you got to go to work from 9 to 5 every no. day.
0: <clears throat> I don't think it's the 60s. I think it's, you know, as a parent, you, uh, and it's not only you, but I think all parents want best. And some of them wants to make sure their children uh, have, go to college, have a job sustain their life. Some wants to live their dream through their children they did not do. Some want to push their children to be doctors, but they don't allow the children to be who they're meant to be, to to let them have their uh, own free will. Because at the end of the day, we are born where we are born, but we have a purpose. We have, we come here for a life purpose that might not match what our legacy and our parents want and that's why i think the hardest part for children who are artists like jenner or you know creative who are not like you said at the beginning of the conversation beats on the sound of their own drums and i've done that all of my life so i sounded crazy i sounded lunatic i sounded uh, for my parents who never understood me especially my mom, she never had a clue and she's still not who I am because she doesn't understand. Right. And I think one thing that parents need to understand is you provide all of the tools. You're teaching your child the tools to live, to survive, but you should not influence them at the end of the day because they will be resentful. Some uh, children are resentful because they miss their calling because they wanted to please the parents or they didn't have a choice. They had to follow what they were being told to do. But realizing that Jenner at a young age was his own master must have been a big challenge for you, who is somebody who, again, had a very Strong ideas of what he should be doing. It must have been a battle for your own self, internal battle to, you know, being challenged.
1: I, I tried not to live my life giving him all of my parental values, um, and the reason for that was is is. Uh, My mother passed away when he was about two years old, and and I wasn't really close to my father, and he passed away about 10 years later. So, uh, but what I figured out at, you know, after my parents passed away and I had uh, time to reflect, um, I took them down off of their pedestals and that I had put them on their whole lives. And I I realized that they were just people. And, they had. They certainly had their good points, and they certainly had their faults. And they tried to shape my life the way they thought that it should be lived. And um, I didn't want to do that to my kids, and so I didn't. Um, the real, the only real problem with Jenner um, growing up was that. He didn't want to go to school. He didn't want to get out of bed. He didn't want to. He didn't, he, he, <laughs> you know, Jenner, 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 Jenner likes staying awake all night long, but Jenner does not like getting getting up and 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 conforming in the morning. And you know, his his mother would call me, and she, and she was like, "I'm going to drag him to school naked. I don't care." <laughs> he won't, he won't- well you're you're an Idaho and I'm in you know Santee what yeah. would you like me to do about it um <laughs> well you gotta yell at him well I had a really really hard time staying angry at Jenner ever in his life I, I just couldn't stay angry at him when he was when he was small he was a beautiful little boy and he was you know he was a little rap I would call him but I couldn't stay mad at him you know, it, I couldn't play that role of the mean dad. You know, and then he grew up. He grew up into he grew up into a teenager. You know, and he had all you know teenage type problems. And I just you know, I just tried to tell him, you know, it's okay. It's okay for you to be you. You know, do the best you can. You know, make the best out of your situation. Try not to drive. Try not to drive your mother nuts. You know be the person that you want to be and be happy if, if, if you can if you can you know if you can take care of yourself and you can be happy you got you got the world in your hands you, you can be anything that you want to be so I tried not to I tried not to um, judge him for who he was yeah, now
0: you're talking about him dragging him out of the bed in the morning mm-hmm. what is the uh, because we're talking about somebody who's a very strong-minded as Jenner, which I love. Um, What is the naughtiest thing he ever done as a kid?
1: The naughtiest thing he ever did as a a kid? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know. Uh, uh, The two two things that really stand out in my mind uh, happened uh, in the last Few months that i was living with him full time and that was we we had a brand new house my my first wife and i bought a brand new house we waited for it to be built in uh oceanside or san marcos rather and um he jenner loved to play with his sisters all the time and uh, he did two things in particular that stood out one was he poked a hole through uh, the screen in the window in his bedroom, and then decided to urinate out on the lawn. <laughs>
0: oh my God! Who came up with that idea? Why? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I I don't know how you ever come up with that sort of idea. You never and, ask him why. And, and and the other thing that he did that really stood out was he took all of his he took all of his sister's Barbies Barbie dolls, and he took them all apart and tried to flush all of them down the toilet. And I want I came. <laughs> I came home and I wound up having to take the, having to take the toilet <laughs> completely out and and, and and fish all the fish all the Barbies out of the toilet the wrong way, because they they were all jammed in there seven ways from Sunday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are those the are two interesting things. To, yeah, it was. <laughs> but you know, even then, I couldn't really get mad at him. I could, I just couldn't stay mad at you him. Know- for one, it was so damn funny, and you yeah. know, how, how do you get mad when you know when your wife says, "Do you know what your son did today?" And I say, "What?" And he goes, "He stuck his wiener through the out the window and urinated <laughs> in the yard." <laughs> and I'm laughing, I'm laughing. laughing. <laughs> my, I'm laughing my ass off. It's like, it's like you've got to go do something about this. And, 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 and I'm like seriously, what would you like me to do without laughing hysterically? I, I, yeah. I just couldn't be mad about it.
0: You get, so. you cannot punish the boy. You got a great idea, you know. he was you know yeah. it's not. And plus, think about it. It saves time instead of going to the bathroom, you know, open the door, get up. No, you just slide the window <laughs> up and just <laughs> take it out there, and you're done. That's all. School, <laughs> school. And Jenner is still not allowed to talk, guys. That's why. So he can listen what we're saying, but he cannot talk. <laughs> Oh my God! So that's he's
1: amazing. A great, he's a great son. Let's let's put it that way. He's a great son, and I I enjoy him immensely. And I I rarely, 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 rarely uh, get mad at him. Usually, if, if the only time I've really gotten really mad at him was when I had too much wine to drink, and that was my fault. So uh, he is a very strong-willed individual, and. Ooh you have to learn to accept people for who they are and that's who he's gonna be and i respect him i love him and i wish you know everything the best for him and that's all i can do and that's what i want to do i just want to be you know that the parent that loves him and you know do anything i can for him
0: and i think he knows that i think he loves you dearly and i think he uh Yes, beautiful heart, Jenner. And I think it's the same. He really loves you and adores you. Um, and really, really appreciate it. Plus, uh, you do ha- do a podcast with him as well on Sundays, isn't it?
1: Every once in a while. Yeah. We, we've done a couple. Uh huh. Yeah. And it, it they've um, they've kind of been largely focused on. Um, uh religion wisdom life life lessons um things that i can pass on to him as a father that that you know things that have taken me years to learn that you know
0: you i know, want to pass
1: one... i want to pass those things on to him.
0: oh that that's wonderful plus you know we all have our life lessons and sometimes we drag our feet to learn it sometimes we don't want to learn so the 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 longest it takes us to do it, the longest is it to get rid of it and just say, OK, I learn it. But sometimes we drag our feet. So the lesson takes a little stretch longer than usual. But I like the fact that you want to pass to him what you have learned in those mm. life lessons so he doesn't repeat them. That to me will be a good thing for parents who are listening, um, our future parents, that teach your children those life lessons and how to avoid them so they don't have to repeat them and do the the work that you already have, passing down the knowledge. So I think it's great, it's fantastic.
1: I I think if you can focus on that, uh, you stand a better chance of succeeding. If you tell your child uh, something that you did and why it didn't work and what the negative impact of that was, I think it's a lot more meaningful than sitting there and telling them what they should do and who they should become
0: and uh, I, I which, think what
1: your expectation of them is. <clears throat> so.
0: Yes, because you let your child be who they're supposed to be. to be. You let their spirit become who they're supposed to be, which is very, very hard for some parents. Some parents do free range, which is kind of a little wild at some point, not teaching any skill set or anything to the child, which to me is a mistake, uh, but at least teaching them the fundamental, the base for them to be able to utilize and let them make their mistakes, let them walk uh, the work they're supposed to and learn their life lessons as well and try and stop to cocoon them, so to try to overprotect them so they oh they should not experience anything else like yeah they will experience like no matter what you're you're saying or what you're trying trying to stop them or stop to mold them to something they are not
1: right that's the worst i think that's positively the worst thing you can possibly do is try to make your child something that they're clearly not you know, it's just, which I was it's, the
0: luckiest of the the, the three, actually, because my mom didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> it helped cause. She had no clue. Nothing to mold here. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, we passed. There's no hope here over the rainbow, which was an advantage for me, but... <laughs> it's hard when uh, parents really focus on their dreams or the dreams they, you know, of to become, I don't know, Actor or whatever, and they'll just put all of those into a chart, which brings more pressure. Now, for somebody like Jenner, who is a creative mind, it must be very interesting to go and grow with him trying to understand, like you said, uh your set of mind is different than his. So for somebody who's more uh creative is more fluid to somebody like you who's, okay, we're learning this, we're doing this, really follow the pattern. It must then, been, as I said earlier, it must be a challenge, but it's maybe open a little bit more your mind as well.
1: Well, it, it, you know, um, my greatest concern is, you know, as a parent, is him being able to take care of it himself, you know, after I'm gone. And, um, he shows every indication that he's going to be able to do that. So I, um, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable in allowing him or not allowing, allowing is the wrong word. I'm comfortable in enjoying the time that we have together with who he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, it, and that's a, That's a very different equation than I grew up with. I mean, I I I told you I I went in the navy. I went in the navy primarily because my mother wanted me to go in the navy. Now that would be fine and good. I mean, it it was it was um, it was rewarding because I I'd never had more respect in my life as being a naval officer. You know, you you get a lot of respect, but that was her projection of what i should be not Uh mine and and the reality is is that i'm a homebody i like being home i like being i like being around family and friends and and i don't i don't like being gone away from home a long time and when i was in the navy i was gone 300 days out of the year. you know sometimes seven and a half months at a time and it's just it's no way to live if you want to have a life or a family or, or, you know, and it's certainly not for a homebody. So, for me to try and live up to you know, my mother's expectations, it just, it just wasn't going to work. You know, it's, yeah. and it, 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 made me realize that, you know, I have to do what I'm going to do. I have to, I have to become who I'm going to become. And, I, and I'm still trying to figure that one out. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm retired and I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. So it, 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 it's never I've never gotten an answer yet, but, yeah. uh, but I'm, having a, I'm having a good time finding it now. So
0: good. And, you know, we go through the process and I mentioned that, too. We're living through uh, the legacy of our parents, grandparents, whatever they set in motion. So in the case like you talk and I like the fact that you uh, shared that story um, with us today is the fact that the expectation of your parents, of your mom, wasn't what you wanted to do, but you did it, but you got out of it too at the end of the day. You didn't get there and stay there for the rest of your life, but you had to go through that moment in time to maybe close a door that your mom opened. It was necessary for you to do it. For a few years than you have done even though that wasn't your dream to start with <laughs> it it was, it was
1: it was a great experience and a really you know lonely and sad one at the same time but you know uh, yeah you have to look at the positives i got to see you know more than half the world and believe it or not the water looks the same everywhere um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well good to know
1: but but yeah the (laughs) the water the water in the indian ocean looks the the same the same as the water in the pacific ocean Uh, Uh, but you know what
0: it's interesting as well because you learned something when this happened and i think you took it with you and you were able to apply it with jenner meaning you did not try to impose something different on him and i think you learned this as you were in the Navy and we probably realized afterwards that, Hey, by the way, this wasn't from me. It was mom and I did this for mom. It wasn't what I wanted to do. So I think it did transfer that knowledge, that lesson right there. Was right. probably one of the key for you to do not try. to do that
1: I, 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 I stopped trying to be the, you know, the parent that was, I did not want to be the parent that was going to tell my children yeah. what to do and who they should be and who they should become yeah. because Um, As I said, parents aren't necessarily right.
0: No. And especially when it comes down to your kids, because people, you know, we want to protect our children. We want the best for our children. But they have a life purpose. They have their path. And we, if we're doing this, are going to become the grain of salt in their lives. And we don't want that uh, to become. So, I think it's a very wise lesson you learned and you were able to actually prevent the history to repeat itself. You broke the cycle, which is great.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I think it's, it's very powerful. I think it's very good. And uh, Jenner, no crying, nothing, no words, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the camera. <laughs> we do not hey. want any tears. But it's very yep. powerful. I love yeah. that. I think it's something that Jenner is conscient about it, or if he's not, he is now. But I think it's good to hear from a father, from a parent, what you have done. Because it can open the eyes of other parents who want the best, but they need to realize you're here to teach them, then you need to let them be.
1: Man they're Which they're hard. they're largely hardwired to become who they're going to become and exactly um he evidenced that from day one so um i recognized it i recognized that he was going to be who he was going to be and i certainly didn't fight it um, exactly yeah you know, i yeah you have to you have to celebrate people for who they are the world needs, and I've told him, the world needs all kinds of people. The world needs, you know, ditch diggers and carpenters and bakers and mail salon experts and, you know, philosophers and authors and you name it. The world needs all kinds of people. There's a niche for you somewhere. Just find that niche and, and pursue it and figure out how you can, you know, not only enjoy it, but make a living at it so that You know, so that you're not really working, you're just enjoying what you're doing with your life.
0: I totally agree, and I think he's doing it very well, and he's learning it more and more, and his creativity is getting stronger and stronger, which is beautiful. He is, as I said, he has such a way with music, the words as well that go with the music. Because um, if people want to check Studio Stargazers. You would be amazed not only the albums, but Journey to Saturn, uh, listen to uh, his podcast, Wave. Um, it's, it's amazing what, as a genius, because for me, he is a genius. Um, he is an autodidact, which I am an autodidact, so it's funny because we, between autodidacts, we know who we are. But it's very beautiful to see somebody who's capable to such a wide range. And as you said and pointed out, he can play any freaking instrument at any given time, which Mm -hmm. not everybody can do that, but he can hear the music, compose the music. And there is, um, I don't remember if it was Mozart. I don't remember who was um, composed the music in the past. I forgot the name of the musician and wasn't even formally trained to write music, but he was doing it on a piano. So gifts can be come from different way. And when you get such a strong spirit and way of creation, to me is amazing uh, to me i'm amazed i'm amazed for people who create music i'm amazed for people who can put those words and together as well uh and as i said it's it's amazing it's empowering and to know the dad it's even amazing so, <laughs> but no i i don't know jenner i know and you still cannot talk because you're not allowed to talk <laughs> We just let you know for people that Jenner is not allowed to talk. It's only between Greg, dad, wow. Dad, Jenner's dad, and myself. He's not allowed to talk for uh Aww. here. Aww. No, you no, know. no. He's on the corner. He knows that. He knows that uh, we're not entering this. We'll do another one. We're definitely going to do another podcast with you. And we're going to have Jenner talking at that time. But <laughs> right now, it's not, he's not allowed to talk. Okay. No, no, it's all good. So what is the best word of wisdom did you ever give? On one of the top maybe two word of wisdom did you give to uh, Jenner?
1: Um, religion and morality were a big hang-up for him um, because of his identity. And... Um, Something that I had read um, at one point was the Gospel of Thomas, and uh, it, it's a different way of re- looking at religion, really, uh, which is probably the reason that it's not included in the Bible. And the the, the way that it really looks at it is that. That's <laughs> is
0: okay. That's my dog. Somebody's coming in, and Daddy is the warrior. Hmm.
1: Um. Is that, you know, a church can be anywhere, and you know, the focus of the the focus of the church should be love and not judgment, and and um, and that's and that's really what I told him that religion really is about. It's not you know it, it's not about. Um, Christian values, or Hindu values, or anybody else's values, religion should really be the the uh, about love because I think that's God's message is that He loves us and He wants us to become the best versions of ourselves. And so that, that 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 that's what I really wanted to impart to him is you know, and to anybody else that cares to listen is that you know become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be i think that we i think that we come back time and time and time again and i think the ultimate goal is to become the best version of yourself and and that's you know
0: yes and learn our life lessons in order to grow and mature i absolutely agree with you on your statement and not only this but remind people that the universe i call it the universe. Uh, The universe is not there to bring the fear in us, it's pure love, it's unconditional love. So that means everything we do, we have our own free will. So we act upon what we feel like it. Now every action has a reaction. Karma is always there to make us pay or wrong. Even if people think we don't, you pay, you pay what I call it, the quinta at the end of the day, no matter what. But. The universe, a.k.a. God, or whomever you want to call it, is always pure love. It doesn't punish us. It's love, unconditional love. And I think a lot of people use the religion to bring fear in people, thinking he's going to go, in. no, 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 that's karma. That's different. Whatever you do, you yeah. have your own freedom. So action does a, uh, brings a reaction automatically. But I think it's, but, a, it's a very powerful to... Let know your child that it's love, it's the best version of yourself and be who you truly are.
1: You know, and 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 the, the converse side of that is, is sin. When you when you do things that you you know were wrong and mm-hmm. we've all done them, we've all done them over and over and over again. Yep. You don't you don't get rid of those ideas. You live with them for years and years and years and years you 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 punish yourself with that sin whatever it is and uh, you know you, you ask for forgiveness but it's but it's something that you carry in the back of your mind always and the less you do that the better your life is going to be the, the the more you you know live your life not regretting the things that you've done, the better your life is going to be. And that's, you know, so should you follow the rules? Yeah, you should follow the rules. You shouldn't steal. You shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't, you know, covet your neighbor's wife. You shouldn't do all these things. But really what that boils down to is, you know, if you do those things, you're going to remember it. You're going to feel bad about it. You're going to regret it. And you're going to live with it for the most of your life. And they're just not things that go away. So, looking to reshape your life in, into um, something that you're proud of is, 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 I think the goal of religion. It's, it's the goal of you know, just being a happy person on this planet. You know, you you want to, and be proud to of who who you are and what you've done and where you where you've been and where you're going and how people remember you
0: and accepting I think the hardest part for most people that's why sometimes we act and <clears throat> the way we want to act it's accepting who we truly are that's the hardest part right. accepting who we truly are accepting our spirit accepting that this is who we are and loving ourselves actually because when you love yourself that's mean you're connected with the universe that's mean you're at peace So And that's that's a very difficult um, act to follow. (laughs) But when you can bring peace within your heart and accept who you truly are, then everything changes around and you don't have to uh, do anything wrong because you really start to really connect with people at a different level. Mm -hmm. You change. You change I, I, I think.
1: I, I think with. I think age probably has something to do with that. The older you get, the more you experience yeah. the, the the more you figure out that fighting and hate and everything else is just isn't worth it. And you you look you look for more ways to be at peace with yourself and at peace with the world. And, and you you kind of just tend to reshape who you are. Because yep. you're, you're not that young, angry person anymore. You know, you're, you're nope. you've grown up, and, and wisdom
0: came. <laughs> if if you're, if
1: you're lucky enough to survive, if you're yes. lucky enough to survive, you know, you, you gain some wisdom and, and figure out what it's all about. And
0: exactly, exactly. So, well, what I would like to do is, uh, Greg, is to do another episode with you. Next month, okay. And we're gonna have Jenner in. Okay. Next and there next month. He cannot. He cannot say anything today. He knows he's in not in a doghouse. But I put him on the corner. I said I mentioned to Jenner. I said we. You cannot talk. You cannot talk. So I wanted to talk to Dad. (laughs) Today is Dad's day. All right. Next month we will. actually uh talk and do what we got to do to have dinner with us as well and have a great interaction because i'm sure there is some wisdom that's going to come out of it but it was just a fabulous uh episode today thank you so much great for coming uh <laughs> thanks,
1: for ha- thanks for having me it was kind of fun i enjoyed it
0: oh yes oh i'm glad i'm glad you enjoyed it i really did and i think uh the words you spoke. It's going to be resonating with people who are going to listen to it as well and inspired. And that to me is what matters the most when I do my podcast It's inspiring uh, people because that's the goal, inspiration. So it was a pleasure to have you with me today Emma's Universe. And I do know that uh, uh, Jenner is back. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk? You, you, you can talk now, Jenner. You can talk uh? before we say goodbye. How are you doing, Jenner?
1: I just, I just got to say, wow, that was an amazing episode. I cannot wait to just go back over every single moment of this and, uh, turn it into an audio masterpiece. And, and actually I'll probably end up playing some music behind it. Um, yes, I was I'm thinking instead, that. Of, in, <laughs> instead of, instead <laughs> of, s- instead of scoring, I'm actually thinking of actually just improvising something on the piano cool. as, a, as yep. I'm listening back to it. So that might be really interesting. No, but yeah. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> See, awesome. I knew I, 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 had, I had this feeling. I'm like, you guys should talk.
0: I know. I wanted, talk <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk to your dad. I to talk to your
1: dad. It explains a lot. Yeah. Good. How I got Good. so cool. I have a real yeah. cool dad. Yes, you do. We'll meet again, we'll meet again next month.
0: Yes, we are. We're going to meet again next month. So thank you so much.
1: All right. No, thank you. Bye-bye. The music in this episode by me, Jenner Zeno. From the albums Origin and Polaris. Available for download and for license at studiostargazer.org.